and God will touch their lives. It's our prayers that count and make a difference in our lives. And that's what we're talking about today because God will bless our families from generation to generation by the prayers that we pray now for the coming generations. And I'm a, I'm a witness of that because my family, my mother prayed and her mother prayed and, and, and her mother's mother's prayed. It was a praying family. And those prayers touches your children and your family. You know, and they may do all kinds of things and they may go astray every now and then or wherever they think they're going, but God will get them back. And God, they hear you. But when, at a certain time in their lives, they want to just do what they want to do. Let them go ahead and do what they want to do. Keep praying. Keep trusting God. And asking God to move in their lives. That's what I'm doing. You know, I'm constantly praying and asking God to move for them. Let my children come to know you for the salvation of their souls. You know, we can't do it for them. We can only tell them the right way to go. It's up to them to make the choice to take Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And that's what we do on our knees. Just keep doing it. Keep praying. Keep praying and trusting God for healing and wholeness in their lives as well as ourselves. Because we need healing too in our lives. Whole be made whole through the things that we go through daily. It's a daily process. And sometimes we fail, but we can get up again and ask God to forgive us of our sins. And God will forgive us. He's good all the time. And he does not change on us like man does. God is one way all the time. The same today, yesterday, and forevermore. He is the same God. From way back when, from the beginning, he's the same God. And he'll always be the same God. We can trust him for his faithfulness. Amen? Amen. 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 God is good. So we're at Deuteronomy chapter 7. And I'm going to read a few verses of this. And verse number 1 says, When the Lord... I want to pray first. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you because your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway, Lord God. The entrance of your word adds light, God. It leads us and it guides us. It directs us, God. Lord, so bless the word today, God, as it comes forth, God. Give me understanding and knowledge, your knowledge and understanding, God. Touch my life and my vocal cords, God. Let me speak your word, God. Teach me, God, how to pray and how to serve you with my whole heart, God. Bless your people that hear the word. Amen. 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 Verse number one says of chapter seven, it says, When the Lord God shall bring thee into the land, whether thou goest to possess it, and hast cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, and the Gergesites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. These are seven nations, greater 
and mightier than thou. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Okay? He's telling them the, 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 the Moses is the one that's doing this talking here. This is the law Moses is giving to the Israelites. The Israelites are, 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 have come out of the wilderness and they're going into their promised land. They're on their way. Many of the Israelites have died over this 40 year period. And they have died because of sin in their lives. They muttered, they complained, they did anything that they wanted to do, anything and everything they did. Because they were a people that did not appreciate what God was doing in their lives. They complained all the time. If I had this, if I wouldn't have left from that place back there, I had something to eat back there. And they looked back at what they had, that oppression. They were under oppression and bondage from a bondman. That's what they were. They were treated, they were slaves. <coughs> And they suffered and they toiled and they worked from sunrise to sunset. And now God has brought them out of that bondage. And they're on their way and they died in the wilderness because they would not believe in God. They saw all the, 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 the miracles that God provided for them in the wilderness, providing them with manna from heaven, food from heaven, water from a rock. A cloud that gave them shed during the day, during the hot heat of the day. A cloud followed them. Isn't that amazing? That God could do such a thing for them. And these stiff-necked, disgusting people, like some of the people I know, you know, will not appreciate what is being done for them. Nothing. So a lot of them died because they went back to worshiping idols fornication, all kinds of stuff, doing everything they wanted to do, rowling and going crazy for nothing because of their flesh, what they wanted, what they wanted. They would not listen to what Moses had told them about the commandments. They did not believe him when they saw him going into the mountain, communing with God. Fire and brimstones, fire coming from the mountains when Moses went up and would not even stand still and do the right thing. Just a hard mess, people. Just like we see today. You give them the word of God, they see God move for them, do miraculous things for them, help them in many ways. And people will not give God the credit for what has been done in their lives. We see this all the time. You know, just will not acknowledge God for who he is and he is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings he is the only true and living God and they will not listen so that's what happens here these people are are, are, are died off that old generation and we have a whole new generation coming in now we see as we read this chapter and Moses uh, is giving them and telling them the law and the commandments and how to live 
and how to act. God has commissioned Moses to tell these people what they should do as they go into their promised land, how to live, how to act. And he's, he's giving them the information that they need and they're listening. So we see here in Deuteronomy 7 that he's doing this. All right, go down to verse number 6. It says, For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number. Mm -hmm. No, not because you were so many mm -hmm. than any people. No. Mm -hmm. For ye were the fewest of all the people. Yes, God has no respect to person. It don't matter who you are, what you got. Mm -hmm. When the Lord says what he wants to do, he does. Mm -hmm. And he takes whom he wants. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do where you go, God, God wants you. And it was, if it's for you, you will get what is for you. Amen, amen. So we go on to eight. But because the Lord loved you, that's why he did it. Yes. And because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and, and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. You see that? Yes. They were taken out of Egypt from Pharaoh, a bondman. Yes. They were made free by the Lord. The Lord took them out of that place. Number nine says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generation, a thousand generation. He keepeth the covenant with those that love him to a thousand generations. Amen? Amen. When the Lord gives you a promise, when the Lord calls you, it is done. And he will keep the covenant, it says, for a thousand generations. That's why we can pray for our loved ones. And we can pray for our generations and generations to come. We can say and ask God to move in their lives. All we have to do is trust God. Take him as your Lord. Let him live in your life. Let him rule and reign. Yes. And then ask him for what you want. Amen. Amen. And the covenant that he gives you. Yes. It will last from generation to generation on the lives of your children when you ask God to keep them. To watch over them. To show them the way. To give them salvation. Bring them to the cross. To know you, Lord God. God is a good God and he's faithful to his word, 
faithful God. What he says, he will do. And we can be sure that the promises that we have in him, God will do. Because he's a man. He's not a man that he should lie. God is a good God. A good God. That verse that says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. The faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Amen. 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 God is so good. Such a good God. He is. So good. So good. So good. So good. But here in Deuteronomy, we see that Moses is bringing bringing this message to the generations, this new generation. Because the old generation is gone now. The people that wouldn't listen, those stiff-necked people, are no longer there. And we have a new generation coming in, we see here, as he's speaking. And he's telling them. He's telling them about the promised land that they're going into. Into the promise that God had prepared for them. And he speaks to them, preparing them for the battles that are to come. The external ba battles and also the internal battles. He's letting them know that things will come. You're going to have a battle in this life. And we know that. When we came to the Lord, and even though God promises us, us something, we have battles to get to that place. Sometimes you have to go through so much to get there. It's a fight. That's what happens here. When they were going into the new land, it was a fight. Remember the, the battle at Jericho when they were going in and they had to walk around the, the walls so many times. And the walls came tumbling down. God moved for them. Sometimes you have to do things to get where you need to go. But prepare yourself. So that's what he's telling them. He's preparing them for the battles that they're going to have in life. And we all have battles and we all have struggles. But we are overcomers through the blood of Jesus Christ. We are more than conquerors. That's what the Bible tells us. That we are more than conquerors. And we have to believe that with our whole heart. That we are overcomers. That what God has for us is for us. We may have to struggle to get there. We may have to go through something. But God, in the end, we win. Because of what Jesus did for us. But Moses, he calls them to be faithful. He's telling them to be faithful to God. And to be obedient to the commandments that God has set before them. Amen. He's telling them all of that. Mm -hmm. You have to be obedient yes, to the commandments. Mm -hmm. These commandments that, that, the, that God gave to Moses. Mm -hmm. This is nothing to play with. This yes. is your life's mm -hmm. journey. Yes. This is how you live. This is how you act. Mm -hmm. This is what you do. And we are to live a life in Christ, a righteous life, a life that's filled with Jesus Christ. And we let him be the head of our life. Amen. Amen. So he's telling them about what God has set before him and the commandments that they have to obey. Because if they don't obey 
the laws that God has put forward in the commandments, if they don't, they don't follow it, you know, their life is going to be, be just like their fathers that have passed on. You know, sin brings death. You know, obedience will bring you to the righteousness of Christ. But in, we see here, it says, to live and to love their neighbors as God commands us to do. This is some of the things that God wants them to do, to live. And we know that's, that's one of the, the commandments. We love our neighbors as ourselves. We live a life of, of, of honor. We live a life of obedience to Christ. We live our lives doing the right thing, a righteous life. We live the way we want somebody to treat us. You know, and God and uh, Moses is giving them all these commandments, how to live. They are to be a people of love and devotion, demonstrating God's holiness and justice for all to see, for everybody to see this in them. If you say you are a Christ follower, your life should line up with the will of God. You should be out there uh, doing all kinds of stuff, cursing and 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 on the street dancing and doing all kinds of things that's not of God. You have to carry yourself a certain way. And if you love God with all your heart, you're not going to want to do that anyway. You're not going to want to live any kind of way. You're going to try your best to do what God wants you to do and to live a righteous and holy life in Him. And that applies to us today because we are children of God. We are followers of Christ, and we love the Lord. So our life should be lined up with what these commandments say and the way the Lord wants us to live. But Moses lets them know that disobedient, being disobedient will bring curses on their lives. That's what, what, what uh, the message is to them. Because there is consequences of sin. Sin brings death. Sin brings all kinds of things to you. When you live any kind of way, when you do any kind of thing in life, you can expect anything to come to you. Amen. Any kind of illness, any kind of dis, uh, just disarray. Because sin is death. And you will suffer the consequences of sin. You can be forgiven of your sin. You can ask God to forgive you. But there's still consequences of the sin. Amen? Amen. But despite the failures of these people, despite the failures, God knows mm -hmm. as he's giving this, this, this law, the commandments to these people, God knows that these people are weak, mm -hmm. that they're only flesh, that they're going to mess up. He knew what was going to happen. But despite their failures, God is a compassionate, loving God. And He sees the weaknesses of our lives, just like He sees the weakness of these people. And He will keep His covenant with them and rescue these people. God will keep His covenant. God is good and He will forgive us of our sins. We can come and repent of the sin when we have done wrong. And these people can do the same. God will give them an opportunity to repent. That's why he sent Jesus for us. So that we could repent of our sins and be 
forgiven. Be washed in the blood of Jesus and start all over again. Be made whole because of what Jesus did for us on that cross. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. At this particular time, there, Jesus had not come to these people. There was bulls and goats and sacrifices that these people would, would do. The priests, the Levites, the priests would, would, would intercede for these people. And, 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 and they would kill so many bulls and, and, and you know all these different goats and different things and the different offerings that they would do for the sins of the people. The priests would go through, go go to, go into the holy of holies with the and you know and bring all of this for them to be forgiven of sin. It was a bloody mess in that place because they had so many uh, killing all those animals. They said, you know, the they had you, you would see like Solomon and different people. They would bring thousands of of bulls and to be slaughtered and different people would come with all the sins of the people they would sacrifice so many things you know yeah bloody and it was just you can't even imagine something like that how it was we have to research that some more and all of this was done so that they could be atoned for their sins and I'm so thankful that Jesus Christ came and we no longer have to go with those animals and the blood of the goats and the bulls and all of the animals that had to be slaughtered for our sins. Jesus Christ came once and died on the cross for our sins. He bled and died one time for us. That we could be forgiven of our sins, made whole, healed, and delivered from our sins. Because he loved us. God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. A stiff-necked, rebellious people that didn't deserve it. But because of the love of Jesus, we were forgiven, washed, and made whole. Amen. Amen. And I'm so thankful and so glad for that, that Jesus came for us. <coughs> God will not fail yes, us yes. because he is faithful. He's faithful in every way. Yes. He will not turn his back on you no matter how many times you come to him and say, Lord, I've messed up. Yes. I've done wrong, God. Forgive me. Yes. He will forgive us. Amen. He will forgive us because he's yes. God. Mortal man cannot do it because they have problems Forgiving at times. They get tired of forgiving us. They walk away from us and they say, no, that's it. That's it. You've had it. And, they, and it's just it. Thank God Jesus is not a man. He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. God is good. Our actions has consequences. We have to know that. And Moses is, is telling these people, these new generation of people, as they go into the promise. Sin will bring death. Sin brings death. If God's people were not faithful to God's commandments and the things that they have put before them to do and to live, they 
would die in sin because they're not being faithful to honor God's will for their lives. We can be forgiven, and I'm so thankful these people could be forgiven because God, God lets them know and his promise right here that he will forgive them because of the covenant he has with them. We just read that in this chapter. In this chapter. During this time when the people were not faithful in their commitment to God, God will still be faithful to his promise. We serve a God, a faithful God, loving and merciful towards us because he loves us, because we're his children. And if he made a promise to you, Shauna, you know what it is. You know what you've asked God for. If he made a promise to you in your heart, you've asked him for things. If he made that promise and he told you what he was going to do, he's going to honor that promise. And you may not have heard him audibly saying, I'm going to do this. But in your heart and in your spirit, you know that God's going to work it out for you. What you have prayed for and what you have asked for. Brother George, you know that God will work it out. He will work it out if you pray and ask him. And he's not a man that's going to go back on his promise. And he's not going to turn you away when you come to him and ask for forgiveness or ask for something that has to be done in your children's life or in your life. And God is going to move for you because he honors your the covenant that he has with you. He made a promise to you that he will not leave you nor forsake us. That's what the word tells us. He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. God gives us a promise, and every day is a new day. God gives us mercy and kindness every day. God never tires of his faithfulness towards us. He's a faithful, loving God. Never tires of us. Never tells us to go away because he's good and he's faithful. He sees the good in us, even though other people may not see it, and they may talk about us, and they may say this and don't like us. It doesn't matter about anybody else. What matters is your relationship with God, with Christ. God sees the best in you. He's your Father. He created you. And He created you for a purpose and expectancy. Expectancy. And we should live our life expecting something good to happen to us. Like Oral Roberts used to say, something good is going to happen to me today. And that's what we should be expecting every day. Might be going through turmoil and sufferings and don't know where to go, what to do. But we should be expecting our miracle. Even though we're going through hell, be expecting your miracle. Yes. Your miracle. Just yes. for you. Yes. That God has promised to you. Amen. That's your father. Yes. And he knows exactly what you need. Amen. And he's going to meet every need in your life because he promises you that yes. in yes. his word. Yes. He's going to honor the covenant that you have with him Amen. because he loves you. Yes. And then again, 
Jesus went to the cross for you. That you could be made the righteousness. All of that sin and all of that stuff that's behind you. When you came to Christ and gave your life to Christ Jesus. And asked him for forgiveness. All of that stuff went away. You were made brand new. Whole again. A brand new creature in Christ. And God sees you as being righteous because of what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross. Amen. Amen. God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So you should be looking for your miracle every day. Wait for it. Wait for it. Be looking. And have, while you're waiting and looking, have the joy of the Lord in your heart. Let the spirit of joy come in. Praise God and worship Him. Sing a song and thank God for what yes. you have. Hallelujah. You may not have everything you want right now, but give Him praise for what you got. Amen. Yes. Thank Him. Thank you, Lord, for my shoes, God. Yes. Thank you for food to eat, Lord God. Thank you. Yes. Just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Some people don't have shoes to wear. Some people don't have a bed to lay in. Thank you, God, for my bed to lay my head down. I give you praise and glory, Lord. Praise your way through that time in your life when you're suffering and going through. And be waiting on your miracle every day. Just like you go out to the, the mailbox. The look in the, uh, you'll be waiting for a check or something in the mail. You go out expecting something in that mailbox. Be expecting your miracle every day you wake up. That God is going to bless my life. God is going to make a way for me Amen. out of this thing. Amen. God has great things in store for me because he is my father, my father, my Lord, my Savior, my everything. And just give God glory and honor every day, every day because he's God. And he'll always give you good things. He's not going to give you nothing bad. Good things come from him, only good things. The things we thought we would never work out in our lives or in our bodies being healed, God is able to do that. God is able to heal us everywhere that we hurt. In our mind, we may be sick in our minds, in our bodies. Wherever it is that you are hurting, God is able to heal you wherever you are hurting. Amen. That's what Jesus went to the cross for you for. Yes. To heal every disease. Yes, to make you whole. Yes. Nothing missing or nothing lacking in your life. Yes, Jesus is a healer. Jesus. And the living water. Yes. He is the bread of life. Everything you need yes, you find yes. in him. Yes. So keep your thoughts on good things. Think about good things. Lovely things. Keep your mind in peace by staying focused on Jesus. Everything that is pure and just, think on these things. Let go of your suspicions and your 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 worries of what 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 you're you're, you're thinking about. Let it go, and let the peace of joy surround you and come in. God has made a promise to you, and He's going to honor His promise, the covenant that He has with you. You are His. And he's going to honor those things about you. Keep his commandments. Pray. Seek his face. And let your life line up with his will.
Let your light line up. And refuse to dwell on the negative things. Let that stuff go. Let it go. That's nothing but but holding you back, all that mess. Holding you down. You know, making you think of thoughts that, that, that hurt you. Let it go. You don't want to be hurt anymore. Don't even think about the stuff that happened to you. Where people have hurt you and did wrong things to you. That only caused you to hurt more. So don't even think about it. Give it to God. Amen. He knows what to do with it. Yes, yes. And he'll put it somewhere far, far away. When you start honoring him and living your life for him. And then praising your way through that time that you're feeling down and out. Learn to praise God. Amen. Learn to put him on your lips. Yes, yes. Let speak Jesus on your tongue. Keep it, keep his name in your mouth. Amen. Not other stuff that's negative that will pull you down. Let all that mess go. Yes, yes. We have to remember what the word says. Every day is a brand new mercy created just for you. Expect your miracle because God is faithful and does not change. Every promise will happen in your life that God has promised you. Everything will happen. Be expecting your miracle. Miracle. Something good is going to happen to you today. Amen. 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 Amen.